Hey there, thanks for listening to episode 100 of the Business Life and Coffee Show. Today we have Julian Hayes the second, and he's going to help you learn how to transform your mind and body, double your energy, upgrade your life, and become unstoppable no matter how busy you are. Now that's great for entrepreneurs out there listening in, and if you're one, thank you for tuning in. Also, I'd love it, I love it, I love it if you could celebrate 100 episodes with me by going over to the review page on iTunes and leaving a five-star review. All you have to do is search for Business Life and Coffee in iTunes or in your podcast app and leave your review. It's so easy and it really helps the show a lot. Thanks a lot. Hello and thank you for joining the latest episode of the Business Life and Coffee show. This episode is all about fitness and wellness and we've got an author, health and wellness consultant and coach based in Nashville, Tennessee. His name is Julian Hayes II, and he is an author. Uh, His book is entitled Body Architect, A Real-World Guide to Ignite Your Fitness, Look Awesome Naked, Quiet the Inner Voices of Self-Doubt, and Design a Lifestyle on Your Own Terms. Now, make sure you grab that on Amazon. But for our episode today, we're going to talk specifically about the importance of wellness and sleep for small business owners, entrepreneurs, high potential, high capacity people. Uh, you know, I, I think about my own fitness goals and how I've kind of set them on the on the back burner a bit to pursue business and various business challenges. But Julian's going to whip me into shape today and you get to benefit from uh, from him giving me a, a swift kick in the pants. So Julian, thanks for being on the show today. Hey, man, thanks for I'm happy to be on and ready to help your audience become a little healthier and less stressed out. Awesome. Well, Julian, let's first things first. How did you get started into the field of of health and wellness coaching? Well, it probably started back in college and I'm a bit I'm a huge comic book person. And one thing I noticed on comic book is that they all have muscles in addition to being smart. So that motivated me to start working out and to start reading a lot so I can try to get smart because I wanted to be a real life superhero, at least in my head. I can't climb any walls right now, but I can at least feel like a superhero. Quick. Who's your favorite super? Who's your favorite superhero? Oh, this is tough, (laughs) but it has to be black Panther. Ah, yes. Yes. Coming in in the movie soon. Yes. (laughs) I know. Cause he, he has so many responsibilities. He's also the wealthiest superheroes by far. Yep. So much cool tech. And that kind of physique, which is a very athletic physique, is the kind of physique that I wanted and that what my body was built like. So yeah. it was just a natural thing for me. Good answer. Good answer. I agree with you, Black Panther. And I'm looking forward to learning more about his role in the Marvel Universe uh, with the upcoming upcoming movie. Oh man, I saw the Infinity War. I, I just read the description about the Infinity War uh, teaser yeah. and got excited. And then I then the Black Panther um, trailer was awesome. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he was in. Uh, I think he was in Civil War, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was awesome. I was so excited to see that. But I'm sorry, I, I interrupted your story. I just when you talk when you say <laughs> no, comic no, books, good. I get super excited because um, I'm uh, I'm a Marvel guy through and through. But yeah, definitely let's pick up your your story and and how you got into health and fitness. 
Okay, so after after having this realization and being inspired by superheroes, I devoted myself throughout college just on the side of learning about health and wellness while getting a degree in marketing and international business. Toward the end of college, I decided that's not what I wanted to do, so I started taking a bunch of classes so I could get to medical school. So I got to medical school in New York, and after taking a year, something was still missing. I knew I loved health, but something the creative aspect was missing. I've always secretly wanted to write, even though no one knew this. So I just stopped that summer and declared that I'm going to start writing and sharing my knowledge that I have and keep studying and start my wellness business. And it's been an evolution ever since then. Awesome. Awesome. And so what's been the biggest sort of aha moment for some of the uh, clients that you represent and that you, that you help as when it comes to their fitness goals? I think it's the, it's the benefits that wellness brings that the outside of just the physical, if you, the world we live in now, and especially with social media, we see these rapid transformations of a person losing 15 pounds, 20 pounds, which is great. And their muscles are showing a little more, but more important than that, it's those things such as confidence. It's feeling, it's feeling more confident in yourself when you're giving a presentation or when you make videos for your business now, because we're, we're moving into a world where people have to use videos a lot of times. And sometimes people wouldn't feel as confident. Maybe it's a little extra weight on their face or their stomach's not how they like it. And they're self-conscious about that. But by making a commitment to fitness and wellness, your other aspects of your life are going to grow and expand as well. And that is my um, definition of what health and wellness should be. It should be a mechanism that can help you grow and expand in all facets of your life. Yeah. That, you know, it's something that I I think about, obviously. I mean, I'm relatively in shape, but not as in shape as I should be or could be. Um, But just the added confidence, the the mental impact, um, the way that you're perceived by others, um, none of these have anything to do necessarily with the, the physical benefits, but it's just you know, the, the mental aspect and it can help, I guess, sharpen your mental edge when all these things are firing on, on the firing on all cylinders and you're able to walk in confidently into a meeting or you're like you, like you mentioned, you can sit in front of a, of a camera and deliver your information confidently knowing like, Hey, I look good. You know, that's, that's, uh, that's really cool. It's really cool. And by exercising, you're, you're, you're clearing your brain out. A lot of times your, your body is ultimately your temple and the input that you put into your body is going to be the output of that. So while there's a lot of successful people that have not so good diets, but just think about how much more successful, how much more energy you would have by making that commitment to treat your body a little better. Yeah. So you you work with people who uh, 
are small business owners, high-performing professionals that want to make an impact in the world, want more energy, uh, desire to become healthier, even with a busy life, and uh, want less stress in their life. How can fitness, uh, how can prioritizing fitness help someone live a less stressful life? Because I'm thinking, you know, well, sometimes it can be even stressful just trying to find the time to work out. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's be honest. The first, a lot of people, and for good reason, were motivated by money. Well, if you take care of your health, then you're going to make more money. And there's even been a few, there's even been research studies that backs this up, such as I remember I, I read one maybe a few years ago. And it was just talking about how an extra hour of sleep could help you get 5% extra in higher wages. Because when your productivity is lowered, your mood's going to change. Your creativity is not going to be at its peak. You're, and if you're an owner, and um, also when it comes to that, stress. So stress is going to weaken your immune system. And when you weaken your immune system, you're more prone to various illnesses. And that's going to keep you down. That's going to keep you down as well. So it's not just necessarily that you're you're doing this for your body, but you're also doing this for your business that you're poor that you're putting in so much effort for. Yeah. No, that's so true. I mean, even if if and I'm not necessarily a numbers guy, but if 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 you were to throw some numbers on the board and say, okay, well, better health and fitness and sleep would result in five percent increase well i would imagine that that five percent increase on your business would compound so um just by continually doing the right things for your body and by your body your business can can expand and do great yeah and it it, it, even the top entrepreneurs one in particular off my head is richard branson and and i you know he gets interviewed a lot and people like what's your secret what's your secret and a lot of times we want to think these secrets that it's some um, life hack or productivity hack. And he's like, the thing that helps me double my productivity is just working out daily. Just a, just a commitment to moving my body. Yeah. And I like, uh, I don't know if you follow um, Tim Ferriss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guy who, um, he, he wrote the four hour work week, the four hour body, the four hour chef. And I'm, I'm going through his book. Um, once I go through his book, I'm definitely going to check out your book as well, uh, Body oh, cool. Body Architect, which everyone can check out on Amazon. Um, but there are all these people that he profiles that are very successful people. And the part of the book that I'm in, he, he structures the book in three ways. So it's uh, healthy, wealthy, wise. And so I'm going through the healthy part. And it's all these high profile people that do great things, but the level of, of detail and attention, intentionality of their fitness routines, of their diet, of their uh, recovery, um, it's just insane. And it, it makes me feel like, what, what am I doing? You know, we all have 24 hours, <laughs> 24 hours in a day, but these people are like excelling in their careers and excelling um, in, in the weight room or, you know, in running Ironmans or triathlons. Um, and it, I think it is to your point, like with what Richard Branson said, as far as uh, being intentional about having daily exercise and the benefits that it has. And I, the thing that, 
makes all that happen, which I, I don't think we talk about enough in the world right now, is establishing routines and establishing good habits and being more intentional with the choices and decisions that we make on a daily basis. What are some of those habits and routines that someone listening to our, our podcast today, what, what could they immediately do today, tomorrow, that would result in some significant change in the outcomes they have in life? Okay, so the first thing is you got to get organized. Um, it, it, it's far too often I notice people that when they want to make a change with their health, and this is coming from a good place, they immediately start the diet, they immediately start the workout program, and it might be too much right now because you need to gradually build those habits up. So for me, it's to make a schedule so you can have your business, your work hours that you're going to work because that's not going to go anywhere. And then once you have your, your work hours in there, or at least the estimated work hours, Find some spots in there each day to put in time for 30 minutes of exercising. And then you gradually plan out, okay, what about my nutrition? Am I going to cook myself or am I going to outsource my nutrition and use like a meal delivery service? So therefore, I don't have to waste, I don't have to use my, my brain power for nutrition and take up that time for that. And I can just use that extra time or something towards stress management or something toward my business. Okay, so being organized and setting a schedule and planning out yes. your, your nutrition. So everyone listening, you just got some free training there and I hope that you're gonna apply it and you'll reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter <laughs> about how that's impacting your day. Um, in your book, I mentioned that you have the book Body Architect. Um, you mentioned that there are secret elements that sabotage fat loss goals. Um, what are some of those elements and what can people do to combat that? So one of the, the big ones has to deal with using ingredients or using filler foods. So what I mean by that is when you're using a coffee, a lot of times people pour a bunch of milk in there and a bunch of sugar and creams. Or when they're using a salad, they're using a lot of oil and it looks it doesn't look like it's that much because it's just a little liquid. But those things are mostly dietary fats and those things are going to have a lot more calories in them. So you have to remember that those foods have a lot of that those foods count as well when you're trying to keep up with how much food you're eating in the day. But Julian, come on. I love, I, I, I don't even enjoy coffee if it doesn't have French vanilla cream and two Splendas. So are you telling me that I have to cut all that out and just go straight black coffee? No, I'm dying, I just I'm dying don't want on the you, inside yeah. here. <laughs> I just don't want you, I just don't, I just don't want you to turn it into a caffeinated milkshake. Uh, which sometimes people do. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's turning it into a caffeinated milkshake. Maybe these are extremes, but sometimes I, I maybe I've just seen some crazy uh, people that excessively use coffee. And that's that's just one of them is that yeah. it's when you're using drinks, when you're putting 
because you're putting extra calories, all these calories in your coffee. And then a salad's good, but do you really need excessive servings of dressing in your salad? Yeah. And so I, I think we, we, we like everything to be super sweet and super tasty. And I think that's where we get into a little trouble. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm feeling super convicted right now. And I said at the onset of the show, you're going to um, <laughs> kick me in the pants a bit. I remember when I was in high school and uh, I was on our uh, cross country and, um, and track teams. And I had a very different approach to food than I, I do um, currently, um, where I would eat to... I would basically make sure that like the food I was eating had a positive impact on the training that I was doing. And by no means was I a stellar athlete, but, um, but, uh, was on the varsity team and helped contributed to, you know, scoring. But, um, it's just, I, I think you're right. Like I didn't have as many fillers. I would eat the, you know, um, organic, uh, trail mix without the M&Ms or, um, food that I, food, basically food that had a purpose as opposed to like food that tastes sugary and sweet and, and super tasty. Um, so I, I, I think that's one of the things that and a busy entrepreneur like me can go back to doing is like food with a purpose and not so much. And the thing, stuff. and the thing is when you're sleep deprived, that's just, that's causing disruptions within your hormones and specifically some of your hunger hormones. And so that's going to make you more prone to make those sugary choices instead of the more logical choices that you actually want to make. So that's why when you're looking to improve your wellness, it's a big picture. Everything is connected. So it's not just one, it's not just these separate entities. Like they all affect each other. A healthy day, a productive day actually starts the night before with a good evening routine and getting optimal sleep. So therefore, when you approach the next day, you're not in this deficient state where you're more prone to sugar more prone to skip your workout and all these other things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so this, this, uh, this, this podcast episode is like super personal. <laughs> it's like a, like an, inter, like an intervention. <laughs> um, but hopefully I can, uh, I, I hope that, uh, this type of transparency is helpful for folks listening and uh, that are in the same boat where, you know, I have a lot of a lot of friends that are crushing it um, in the entrepreneurial space. But um, we've not necessarily fallen out of shape entirely. But, you know, if 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 there's a if there's a two hour block and the two hour block is going to be either finishing up this proposal or taking the time to pack and go to the gym we're generally going to err on the side of, oh, well, let's just do the proposal because with the proposal, you know, there's a tangible immediate outcome of that. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I've got to, we, we all have to reprioritize our time. <laughs> yeah, it, it's about the long-term game. And you, you just have to keep this in mind that 
you you don't want to sacrifice. You don't you don't have to sacrifice your your health for the growth of your business because that's working backwards. Because eventually, even if your business takes off and you have all these resources in the world, your quality of life might not be equal to that wealth that you have built because you put your health on the back burner so long that you might not even be able to enjoy it at the end. So you got to think of your health also as an investment and not an expense. Yeah. That, Ooh, and this is, that's really, (laughs) and this is, thank you. (laughs) And that, that's tough for me because I can tell you easily when I was 23, 24, and even 25 in school, working out was a lot simpler because I didn't have the responsibility of trying to grow a business. Um, working with editors to write these different columns at these publications, um, networking and meeting with um, various people. So you had all these different pieces. So it is a little harder when you got a business and it takes a little more organization, a little more discipline. And so it's tough and it's a process, but like anything in in life, you put investment in it enough and it's going to pay off. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where are you writing? You said um, you have the editors that you're mm-hmm. working with. Where can people find your work, your columns? So I have a weekly column at Inc., but I usually write every day now. So there's usually going to be new content every day on Inc. for me. And I write for Entrepreneur off and on and Success Magazine. And in addition to my website where I usually – have a long form blog about a deep topic, usually two times a month. And I, I try to share content on social, at least I'm going to start on on LinkedIn. But, um, so yeah, so I, I don't know. I like to give a lot of value and hopefully it, it helps people or they see the right message at the right time that really ignites them. Yeah. Well, definitely I I can say, in speaking with you, you've got the right messages for me. And I'm like, okay, well, when can I squeeze in uh, 30 minutes to work out today before I go to this uh, Kendrick Lamar concert tonight? Uh, I'm going to make it happen. I promise you, Julian. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so another thing that is in your book, uh, you touched on it initially about how people that are commit to fitness immediately uh, or that newly commit to better fitness, they – they think, oh, I've got to just start with a, with a diet. Uh, and then in your book, you mentioned something about how to free yourself from dietary prison. I do f- believe that diets can be super tough. Um, I've even heard of this, uh, the diets of you know getting to ketosis, which we don't necessarily have to go into right now because that's even that has thousands and thousands upon thousands of, uh, <laughs> of, of opinions and resources and things like that. But speaking about the diets and, and someone that wants to kick things up for the first time, how can you free yourself from that dietary prison? And what should people do instead of thinking diet first? Mm-hmm. So the first thing is to break yourself of that is to think that all diets work to a certain extent. More importantly is what kind of style of eating, what kind of foods do you like? What kind of foods are in your culture? What kind of foods are that your family likes? And you think about that first. So think about, you're thinking about, um, do I like carbs? And a lot of people like carbs. 
So you don't have to get rid of carbs. Carbs are a normal part of life. And so to make this simpler is to break it down to getting more fruits and vegetables. It's not sexy advice, but those are your micronutrients. And those are, that's consists of minerals and vitamins. And that is what helps your body run efficiently. That's what's going to help your body live longer at its base is those micronutrients. And so if you're looking to do anything today, then eat some more greens and a few more pieces of fruit. But I prefer greens. And then going Why from greens? there. Why greens over fruit? Um, just the, um, the carbohydrate content, uh, and, um, less carbs, there's dietary fiber and there's a more of a, um, a sort wide assortment of nutrients in those, um, vegetables. And so, um, I don't want to get too sciencey because <laughs> I, I don't like, I, I don't like, I don't like confusing people when they're just looking to get started because the more you overload them, overwhelm them, the less that they feel like they can do it yeah but just just to say that fruits are going to fruits all food provides energy but the carb content from eating a bunch of fruit you don't necessarily need as much as where the energy will go from from uh, vegetables so think of fruit as having a small gas tank that doesn't need to be fed as much gasoline coming from your food as opposed to the big gas tank that can handle it when you eat a lot of fruits and veggies. Nice. I like that analogy there with the gas tank. So, Julian, you provide one-on-one coaching to entrepreneurs like myself, small business owners, uh, and you do that online. Talk to us uh, and, and share what that experience is like. What are some of the goals that are set? And um, yeah, just in general, what's it like working with you mm-hmm. through the through the coaching? Okay, so it's a so I like to call it maybe like a comprehensive or concierge fitness program. So a lot of times when people think about getting in shape, they're like they think about a meal plan and they think about a workout plan. That's true, and we do those things. But more importantly, we need to optimize your lifestyle. We need to optimize your overall well being because you're not necessarily trying to get in a physique show or a bodybuilding show. You want to look good, but we need you to feel good and to perform good also. So we make a big commitment through six pillars that I address, which I have a free sheet to also give away for all your listeners also that I'll tell you later. Okay. So we're going we'll so we to talk this. about, we'll also do this, Julian, we'll do the free sheet for all listeners and then I've got a, a promotion idea um, to give somebody a free copy of your book that I'll, I'll sponsor. So um, we'll do that cool. also at the end too. Okay. So we're looking at things such as sleep, nutrition. Those are the first two. And then you have habits and mindset is the third. Then we want to look at stress management, movement, and the last one is technology. So those are our six core things that we want to optimize. And as we sit down, we take an assessment of where you are in your life right now, which ones are you struggling with, and we start to build those things up. And for me, usually, whenever I work with someone, um, my first thing to focus on is normally going to be sleep, because that's usually where people are cutting corners a lot is sleep. And if you take care of sleep, 
that's really your big domino. So I'd rather someone have an okay workout routine, but their sleep is spot on. Mm-hmm. Because all you're doing at the gym is you're breaking your body down, but you need to find the time to rest and recover and to keep your stress under control. Because working out itself is actually a stressor. So combat a lot of working out with a lot of stress in your life and a little sleep, and that's how you see people get sick often and keep their weight on, even if they are being active. But going back to the coaching program, so we do a nutrition, but we don't follow any kind of diet because I need to see where you're coming from, what's your psychology with nutrition, and some people may need more carbs than others. And so there's various ways we can do that. And so I use wearables like Fitbit and Garmin or something. Mm-hmm. And that's how I usually monitor certain things like their hydration, their steps and their sleep. And then, so we use, we're using data to also provide feedback and to see where improvements are met because each person is going to have a little different of a scenario. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think the wearables is key. Um, I use, I have an Apple watch now and I know that there are uh, fitness rings and I, I try to close all of my rings. Um, and I'm sure there's, there's more that, uh, that can be done with the Apple watch and the Apple activity platform. Um, I used to use a Fitbit. Um, but the thing I love about the wearables is that it puts your stats in your face. So <laughs> you know how many steps you've taken, mm-hmm. you know how far <laughs> off you are from your goal. You know, um, one of the things I, one of the things I prefer about the Apple watch versus the, uh, the Fitbit is that like you can set a, um, a active movement goal. Um, it, it prioritizes active movement over like steps necessarily, so I mm-hmm. like that I can say, okay, well, I've got a 30 minutes of active motion that I need to do a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I say all that to, to say I agree that wearables are uh, worth the investment because it's like having a dashboard for your, uh, for your health and fitness goals. Mm-hmm. Because if you, if you don't track it, and then it's not going to improve. A lot of people track various metrics within their business. And then with health, it's just kind of like a free-for-all, and you're just like, well, I guess it's working, or I don't know. So how do you know if you're improving? And so that's why I said you got to think to run your body like you would your business. Yeah, that's good, too. That's good, too. And so that, that's why I, I love the integration of using technology, making technology a catalyst instead of an anchor, and it's also a way to keep everyone accountable when you have those established metrics that you committed to, to um, improve. Yeah. So let's see. But yeah, uh, oh, ahead, another thing about the, uh, yeah, another thing about the movement, which um, that's a whole nother subject in itself is that I love those. That's a simple way throughout your workday because since I write a lot, and it's hard for me to write standing up, so I don't do it. Mm-hmm. But what I do, I, I use something called a Pomodoro technique. Okay. So every every 25, it's a 25 to 30 minute work block. And that's where I'm sitting doing focus work. There's nothing else on my screen. So that's focus work time. But then 
um, at that break, it's like a five to 10 minute break. It's up to you to which one you want. And that's where I stand up, move a little bit, do a few stretches and make sure to hydrate myself with water, which is a forgotten tool that's super important. So you're getting fitness in there because it's not necessarily it, standing up for eight hours straight and sitting down for eight hours straight are still going to pose both um, health risk. More importantly is to break up those excessive sitting periods or those excessive standing periods. And you're also going, to, that's going to help with productivity and wellness. So you're blending those two in right there. I gotcha. Because as we all, yeah, as we all know, if you sit down for four straight hours and doing some work, you're not going to, hours two to four are not as good as hour one. And I don't care what no one says about that. <laughs> there's, a, there's a law of diminishing returns. Yeah, so the same a quick, thing, yep. <laughs> a quick, a quick 10 minute break just to stand and walk and then come right back to it, it's going to be just as fine. Because you're during that four hours, you're probably getting off task, checking a message on your phone or checking email or something. So that's just a way to integrate wellness and into your business life. Awesome, awesome. So Julian, we're gonna um, we've got to we'll bring this to a close soon. But for those of you that are looking to ignite your fitness, look awesome naked, quiet the inner voices of self doubt and design a lifestyle on your own terms, make sure you grab Julian's book, uh, Body Architect, which is on Amazon, and make sure you visit his URL, which is uh, theartoffitnessandlife.com. So between the two of us, we've got fitness, life, business, and coffee all rolled up in one here. And um, Julian, you mentioned that you have a free worksheet that you want to share let's let's do a little bit about that and then i'll talk about how okay. we'll give away your book to the listening audience yes so we went over a lot of stuff here and if someone's just looking to get started and they feel a little overwhelmed with all the info we went to i have a thing i call the quick start fitness reboot cheat sheet for entrepreneurs and it's um it gives you two big action steps to take for each of those six pillars that I mentioned. And it's just a starting point that you can use and you can start trying to do today. And with that is also, after you get that sheet the next day, you'll be also um, into my free seven day course, which is called the Fit Entrepreneur. So you're gonna get daily lessons for seven days that's going to really help you start building a solid, health and fitness foundation that will also help you build some mental strength as well and some organizational skills. And one of my favorite lessons has to deal with um, staying healthy while traveling. So that's, I think, lesson number six. So you'll get all that. Um, I have a URL here that you can just go to. And you want me to share it real quick? Yeah, share it. We'll, we'll have it okay. for people to listen to. And then I'm going to write it down here so we include it in the show notes. Okay, so once again, that will be theartoffitnessandlife.com slash fitness for busy entrepreneurs. I always get tongue-tied with uh, spelling entrepreneurs, all the, the E's, the multiple E's in the, uh, <laughs> in the word. Cool, all right, I've got that there. 
And for oh, and I, oh, I guess oh, real quick, yeah, I guess I meant to mention. Uh, I forgot that the URL it has those. Um, what's the like the little minus sign? Is that what you call it? Oh, the dashes. Um, the hyphens. Yeah. So yeah. So it'll be fitness hyphen for hyphen um, busy hyphen entrepreneurs slash. Okay. Cool. All right. Made that update, and um, I mentioned that we I'd like to give away one of your books to our listening audience. So the way that we're going to do this is um, prior to the show, uh, when Julie and I were catching up, we were talking about our various uh, favorite social media channels. So um, we like Instagram, we like Facebook, we like Twitter. So what we're what I'm going to say is uh, if you're a listener of the show and you've gotten to this point in the episode, tag a picture of you being active. That could be at the gym. That could be you with your bike. Um, we don't want you to take a picture while on the bike, but <laughs> tag a picture of, uh, of you being active and, uh, at me, which is, um, on Twitter and, and, uh, Instagram, I'm going to be at Joey V price HR. And then Julian, what are, what's your handle on, uh, on Twitter and Instagram and, and Facebook? Okay. So on Instagram, it's going to be. I can't remember. So I'll do Twitter real quick. Okay, cool. So Twitter, I, yeah, Twitter, I, um, I'm at the Julian Hayes. All right. And on Instagram, it will be Julian Hayes, um, two eyes for Julian Hayes a second. So Twitter's at the Julian Hayes and Instagram is Julian Hayes. I, I. Cool. So whatever platform you're on, take a picture, let us see that you're active uh, and then tag Julian and uh, myself on Twitter and IG, and we'll, that'll put you in the running to get a free copy of the book. And we'll have this run through, let's say, through the end of August. Um, so we'll get this out for people that are interested and uh, get in the book. So we'll let the winner know by the end of August. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Julian, it's been a pleasure, and I'm going to download your workbook right now, fill it out, go to the gym, squeeze my 30 minutes in, and uh, try to cut back on some of the uh, the sweets and flavors that I put into my coffee every morning. Yeah, just just one little, just one, just one tablespoon of uh, of uh, creamer, not not six. Oh man. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, don't yeah, just uh, not. Not uh, five heapings of, of uh, uh, oil or dressing under salad. You know, just a little bit is all you need. It'll be, it'll, there'll be enough flavor. Gotcha. Cool, man. Well, thanks for joining the show. Thank you, man. It was a pleasure to, um, to um, be on and to have this opportunity to provide value to your listeners. And any other thing that, that you had a question about for any of your listeners, please feel free to reach out to me on any social channels or you can just email me a question at Julian, J-U-L-I-A-N, at theartoffitnessinlife.com. Sounds good. Thanks so much, Julian. Thank you. Pleasure. Yeah, cool. If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems? Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups 
and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country, according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at jumpstarthr. Jumpstart HR, let's build a better business together. Thanks for listening to the Business Life and Coffee Show with Joey Price. We hope you're inspired to become the best version of yourself after listening to our guest. What thought or idea stood out the most to you? Keep the conversation going by tweeting the show at BizLifeCoffee or our host at Joey V. Price HR with the hashtag BLC Moments. And if you like what you just heard, pass along our podcast to at least five people. Detailed show notes can be found at www.businesslifeandcoffee.com. And our full archive is available on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Google Play. This has been a Jumpstart HR production. Join us next time for another edition of the Business Life and Coffee Show.